Why would we want the brightest, the most innovative people in this country to take their hard-earned money and send it to Washington? The notion of prophecy is dangerous and worth worrying about. Yeah, I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter. It's a platform for people that are sitting home trolling an unemployment check, sitting in front of a keyboard. And I just sort of said, screw it, I'm gonna go out whatever, whatever I want to think and I want to feel, I'm gonna feel it and, and let that happen. And it, it was a little bit like pressure was off of me. All right, we're, we're live. Um, it's week two of the playoffs, NFL divisional round. We got the whole crew here. Tommy Murray, Lee Murray, John Dolan from MSU after some technical difficulties. Shout All out. of us gave Skype a one-star call for that. That wretched moment where John Dolan was muted. That was tough. I thought I was going to have to have no takes this week. It was getting to me. Well, someone who will disagree with all those takes is J.P. Shady. Yeah, does he disagree? Hater. Is he just Hater John Dolan. I saw that. We sent that. And uh, I wanted, did he disagree with the uh, playoff picks I made? Because those were pretty good. And I, what was your record, Dolan? Just for the, for the people. Um, It was 4-0. Oh. I know. I th- I'm pretty sure Shady said something along the lines of uh, the sun shines on a dog's ass every every day, you know, every now yeah, and again. That's not true. Some dogs stay inside all day. But that's I, I, well, confirm, and this is an elephant in the room that I wanted to address with the podcast, that I did indeed pick the Colts, the Cowboys, the Chargers, and the Eagles. And I just I want to remind everyone that listens to this podcast that this is not par for the course. I'm still Dolan. Keep on fading me. So maybe they're right. I'm going to keep riding my teams. And this week we got, like, some of the teams that I consider my, like, children are playing each other. I'm pumped. It's going to be awesome. And, and Dolan, if, if I would, too, um, Coach John, is Nick Padula. Yeah, shout out to him. And shout out to all the Trubisky apologists. Oh, my God. He threw for 300 yards, and he had, like, two dropped interceptions, and everyone's saying it was, like, the best game he played of the year. Uh, I could go off on Bears fans forever. There's not a bigger group of scumbags that deserve what happened to them than Bears fans. They sent death threats to their kicker when he scored nine out of their 15 points. The kick got blocked anyway. Maybe special teams should uh, protect better. Uh, their number one defense, who they wouldn't shut up all season about, let Big Dick Nick go straight down the field, fourth and goal, touchdown to Golden Tate. Everyone was down that trade. It finally paid off. And uh, that was just that was a sight for sore eyes that game, and I'm glad that uh, we won't be watching the Bears and uh, Mitch Trubisky uh, anymore this season. Let me let me, let me quickly shout out Jonah Lopez. Texted me on Thursday. He sends this text. I don't want to impose, but as the Bears advance each week, I request five minutes of Bears monologue on the oh. pot. And so I said, uh, granted, but don't work. Eagles will win, baby, and they did. Yes, big sir. win. For NFC North truthers, we know that the Lions are ready to this impose their will on this, this division. Is, this is We've been man. here I'm for not years. Let you guys keep keep doing this. That was a phenomenal and, game and if, from if start I'm, to finish. I didn't know who was going to win until the, the the ball reamed off the post. It was a that that game was oh, a great football Lee, game. Lee was fading the Bears, but all of a sudden he just wanted to come up and pick them. Uh, and, and this is where we're at, yes, man. Yes, and and this is where we're at. And I'll I'll admit that you know I yeah I, I picked the wrong team that but I was confident in them until the very end. And Tariq Cohen made a huge play when he needed to. There's Mitch Trubisky made two very big throws. I'm one of the biggest Mitch Trubisky haters. I'm probably the biggest Mr. Trubisky hater in this city. And I Whoa. think 
Yeah. And, and, and he made two very, very big throws that I did not think were even in his realm of making. And they were in position to win that game. And, you know, he missed a field goal. And I, I wouldn't blame it all on the kicker, but you're paid yeah. to make kicks like that. It was a great football game. I think the Bears' defense played well. I think Philly's offense outplayed them when it, was, when it mattered, and that's why they won the game. Uh, but the Bears were right there, man, and, and, and you got to give them credit where it's due, I think. And I think if you want to talk about NFC North truthers and the Lions, the Lions are the worst team in that division without an argument to be made. So, yeah, I don't want to talk about the Lions. That was all clap. This I, is just more Chicago fans. <laughs> Chicago fans getting what was coming to them. I mean, when, when you let's Can we stop this? Because this is just fucking stupid, man. I, I'm just – this team has a lot – has a bright future, and I yeah. – I'm, I'm, you know, as a Lions, as this is a Lions podcast, you guys, this is still a big threat to you. It's all good. We'll wait till next year. All the NFC North teams are out of the playoffs. And let's look at, and so just a, as a precursor to all of our loyal listeners, we're not going to comment on any of the um, new head coaching hires at the moment. But it's just at this point, not all the co- the teams with uh, vacancies at the head coaching position have been filled, and it's playoff season. We're going to focus on the teams that are, are here right now. This is a really weird time in the NFL year where half of kind of the media and attention is on all these garbage teams who have fired their head coaches and hired new ones and are looking at new hope. But we still have eight teams right here that are vying for the Lombardi Trophy, and it's a big time for them right now. I mean, one win this week in both of these conferences gets you a ticket to the NFC and AFC championship game. And just like last week, boys, we're going to go in chronological order, starting with the Colts and the Chiefs. And the Colts last week really demolished the Texans, almost humbled them. Uh, They got off to a 21-0 lead early on and just kind of sat on it the whole game, controlled the game with their defense. And now they head up to Arrowhead. Chiefs had a bye last week. And I don't know. I'm really curious to see what you guys think about this one. Lee, do you want to just – Set this one up for us, baby. Now, I'll be the first one to admit I was wrong last week. I, I picked against my favorite player in the NFL, quarterback Andrew Luck. Uh, and I'll give the Texans a little bit more credit. I will say I watched that game from start to finish. They were th- Watson was three throws away from making that a much more competitive football game. The Colts ended up winning the game. I, I think that this next game in Kansas City is extremely interesting for the Colts. And I'm not going to make the same mistake I did last week. I like Andrew Luck too much right now. The Colts are the hottest team in the league. Frank Reich having a magical first year as a coach. He looks like he's been there for a while. The Chiefs are a team I've been hating on all year. And I've been hating on them for this point and up up to this reason. And that's because it's cold outside. They're at home. They shat the bed in the second half last year against a much worse Titans team. And I think Andrew Luck's better than anyone on the Chiefs. So I'm going with the Colts in this one. I like Luck, and I think they're going to continue to roll. Yeah, I'll, I'll piggyback off. Uh, Tommy, what do you think of this one, baby? Yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs in this one, but I want to kind of echo some of the statements that Lee was just making and that I'm – I this was my original – I mean, I picked the Colts and I picked uh, the Chargers. So th- I had the Chiefs in my precursor when I was thinking about this coming in, and I was like, oh, I think the Chiefs are going to win. But the Colts just continue to impress me, and in no doubt – are the, the last team you probably want to play right now. Um, just the hottest team in the league, like Lee was saying. And Luck, I mean, is just playing at an MVP level. And the defense, they have a legitimate defense, which is not really an overperforming defense anymore. It's just like these guys are legit, and they are bringing it every uh, game, and it's hard to, you know, it's a hard team to beat. But I just think the Chiefs at home, 
I think their weapons are going to finally kind of overwhelm this defense, and I think it's going to be a shootout. But I like the Chiefs, uh, let's say, 38-31 at home. Yeah, and uh, Tommy, something that you said that I really agree with is that the Colts are probably the uh, last team that anyone would want to play right now. And I feel like uh, a lot of times in the postseason, we see these teams, like Clef's talked about this Colts run that they've been on a lot, and it's really been remarkable. You see these teams just turn it on at the end of the year. And they might be wild card, they might be playing on the road, but it's uh, teams that get the job done. Like when, when Eli won his first Super Bowl, and even Aaron Rodgers, he ran the table uh, from the wild card. Uh, and the Colts were one of my, uh, they were one of my, championship uh, or conference championship picks, and they're going up against a Chiefs team that I really liked all year, so this is a tough one for me. I think that Andrew Luck and Pat Mahomes are the two most fun players in the NFL to watch by far. Uh, these are two, uh, Luck especially, I mean, Mahomes is obviously putting up the gaudy numbers, but Luck has just been his intangibles and his decision-making on throws, uh, dropping dimes to T.Y. Hilton last week, who owns uh, the Texans. Um, I just like the Colts to keep the run going, um, and I definitely take the points in this because I think it'll be a close. I, I like a shootout in this one, like uh, Tommy was saying, because that Chiefs defense is pretty weak. I didn't really think that the Chiefs would be uh, one and done uh, when the season started, when Mahomes was doing all that, but we've seen uh, players starting their first playoff game uh, not have a lot of success so far this year, so I really like the Colts to get it done in a close one on the road. It'll be a good game. Tommy, I'm going to put you on Chiefs Island, man. Ooh. I mean, it's it's bizarre to kind of have three of us picking this six seed over the one seed, but Matt Eberflus has done a great job with his defense, and I honestly just feel that the combination of this Colts offense, and I think the Colts defense is better than the Chiefs offense, and I, I just like that, that matchup to play to the Colts' advantage. I mean, Matt Eberflus doesn't really look like he's going to get a job as a head coach with another uh, NFL team that's looking to fill their HC vacancy, so... I feel like he's just dialed in on this divisional round game. I picked the Colts to win the AFC South. They did not. But they played this AFC South champions, the Texans. And as far as I'm concerned, Colts are really the, the real AFC South champions. I'll just, you know, whatever. I won't, I won't, you know, put that in the prophecy books or anything. But I think I picked the better horse at the start of the season. Um, Andrew Luck is just an elite quarterback. He's played more uh, playoff games than Pat Mahomes has. If you remember the 45-44 win Luck had over the Chiefs in Lucas Oil. So now he's got to travel to Arrowhead. Obviously, it's a different animal. The Chiefs fans are going to be fired up. They're going to be tailgating this game starting at 7 a.m. for this 435 kickoff. But I'm just going to pick the Colts here. And, and it is a little bit of a heart pick. I'm just riding with the Colts because I would love to see them advance the AFC Championship game. Um, but... I don't know. I just like the Colts. They have a lot of uh, fire going to this one. Frank Reich won the Super Bowl last year. He's not um, afraid to pull out all the stops to beat an opponent. And uh, I think they just have a really good chance to win this one. Yeah. I, I think that it is really interesting that three of us have the Colts winning this game in Arrowhead. I think it speaks a lot to what the Colts did last week against the Texans and really just throttling them. Um, but I, I, And I'm also really just intrigued to see what Mahomes does in his first playoff appearance as a starting quarterback and I mean he's this is the whole reason I mean last year Alex Smith lost to the Mariota led Titans and it's just a freaking terrible game for Chiefs and Chiefs fans and this is why you drafted this dude yeah right this is why you drafted Mahomes and if you're a Chiefs fan you want to see Mahomes win this game because if you can't beat a six seed Colts team like you know you got to start thinking about know. things as an organization. I, I know thing. Mahomes had a great year and stuff, but it's like, this is the reason you brought this dude in. There's one thing we learned from the first round. It's that seeds don't matter, first yeah. of all. And second of all, 
I think these young quarterbacks are they're they're lo- they're not looking very battle tested. Uh, they're not. And, and I, in the first four games, we saw Deshaun Watson go down, and we saw Lamar Jackson go down, both having very unimpressive performances, in my opinion. So I, I, this this matchup comes down to you know luck and Mahomes, and I think a lot of people are siding with luck because he seems a bit more proven. We're, well, yeah, I just my whole faith in the Chiefs really comes with Mahomes, and I do have that faith in him, and I think this is going to be. Just they're going to be the best quarterback matchup we're probably going to see in the playoffs. I mean, I, I mean that's kind of a hot take right now, but I just think the throws that we're going to see from these guys going back and forth in the duels. Um, but I just I got to give the edge to the Chiefs at home. I know this is going to be a shootout with their skilled players, and I think Mahomes is going to be a lot of this comes from my trust that he's going to be ready for this moment, and it's not going to be Lamar, Deshaun, uh, or Deshaun because he has better weapons. He's a better offensive line. And a better offense and better coaching, I think, right now. So I, I think this team is just a horse. I think those are all fair takes. That's why I think this might be the hardest pick of the of the first round. Yeah, round. and guys, I kind of think uh, like at this point, if you're a Chiefs fan, I mean, we all know the, the struggles they've had in the postseason. And obviously, it's a young team, and I think they're going to be good for years to come. But if, if they lose this game to a six seed uh, playing at home when they just had an amazing regular season, you start to think what they start to think like when are we going to get this win when is this playoff win finally going to come and uh all year it seems like this could possibly be the Chiefs year I know that obviously the Kareem Hunt thing set them back and uh they're kind of they have uh, some issues at running back right now not sure if Spencer Ware is going to suit up he's uh questionable right now I'll probably put that at a no yeah Damian Williams is a good player uh he uh and they run a lot of screens to running backs as get them in the open space so I wouldn't worry about that too much, but it ju- it just feels like I think there's a reason that we doubt the Chiefs, and I, they haven't proved themselves in the playoffs anytime recently. And that's the only thing. Like this year, kind of has to be the year for them this to do is, it. But I'm gonna stick with the Colts. I completely get the context of how the Chiefs have been in the past, but I am I think this is a completely different animal. And Patrick Mahomes is such an upgrade over Alex Smith and what Alex Smith was for the Chiefs. It's funny. I was reading my preview. I'll just make this quick. And I was talking about how I didn't trust the Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes is just kind of a gunslinger and he's going to be making a lot of mistakes. I don't know if that can win football games. And I would, I, the, that's exactly what happened. Mahomes is just throwing it all over the field and they're winning games. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just don't think the Colts have the personnel really to like line up with that. Fair enough. And I would like to move on. I mean, Tommy, I'm going to give you Cowboys your team. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Cowboys traveling to uh, L.A., I, I'm not going to lie, I kind of – I, I picked the Bears, but the plus that came out of the Eagles uh, winning was that the Cowboys got to play the Rams, which I think is a better matchup for them. Um, and I really think that the Cowboys have the tools to potentially win this game, um, mainly on the defensive side. And, and we saw this happen last year uh, with Atlanta when they went into L.A. and won, and they made Jared Goff very uncomfortable. And I think you know the Cowboys have the defensive personnel. Their defensive line is unbelievable, and you know that they're going to be getting after Jared Goff. And all that, and pr- throughout this week, I was pretty confident in the Cowboys, uh, you know, winning this game. But uh, I, I think I'm, I'm teetering back to the Rams now, uh, and I, and I just kind of think the Rams um, are a better team with a better coach. And this isn't them last year. I just, I, I'm trusting Jared Goff in this offense over Dak in their offense right now. I don't know. This has kind of been, I've been bipolar on the Cowboys this whole year, so. I'm just thinking, wow, they just got a big home win against the Seahawks. They did that. But are they really an elite team? And can they really go into L.A. and um, win that game? And I don't think they can, uh, to be honest. Well, I just don't have as much faith. I'm taking the Rams uh, at home. 
I was I was really riding hard on the Seahawks because I had that four road team parlay rolling. What I forgot during that time was that Dak Prescott is my crown jewel of scouting of my scouting career. He's he's my baby. And 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 Dak Prescott was managing that game, baby. Oh, yeah. And he's going he's going to the Coliseum in LA and he's gonna have a fifty fifty Dallas to LA crowd. And what I remember too is is LA's got the boy king. Playoff golf, baby. And I'm not scared of playoff golf. And that's why I'm taking the Cowboys in this one. Tommy, yep. I don't like I, – I really, you know, disrespect the fact that you're going against your home team here, man. Hey. It, really, it really rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> you got to ride with your boys so you'll die. I'm on the Cowboys in this one, even though I picked the Seahawks last week. Cowboys are going to advance to the NFC Championship game because golf is going to put down a bum-ass performance against this Cowboys defense, coached by the greatest coach of Lions history, Rod Marinelli, oh. in that in – that, Wide nine defense, baby. What we're gonna roll. We're gonna roll into the NFC playoffs in, in the NFC championship game and lose to the Saints and give me a great, great road for the Saints to lead to that Super Bowl victory, just like I predicted back let in me, July. Baby. Let me just step in right now. I need to step in right now. And let me just Ooh. say, I agree with everything Adam Clef just said. He took, he took the yeah. pick right out of my mouth. Because you know I was bouncing back and forth all week. Wait, we got the Boy King playing quarterback for the other Stop. team. I almost, I almost forgot who was playing quarterback. And I know it's going to be a beautiful L.A. night, just like the boy King likes it, because he's going to get what the King gets, what the King wants. But when it comes down to it, the King's got to perform, and he ain't able. I'm, I'm with the boys, Clap. I'm with everything you said. I think Zeke's going to rumble. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I think when it comes down to it, Goff's going to need to deliver, and he ain't going to do it. And the Cowboys and the Saints are going to get a rematch of that Thursday night showdown, that turkey week-after-turkey-day showdown. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, I uh, I, I like the I'm a big golf guy. Uh, shout out the Cal Golden Bears, Julie Dolan. I know you'll be listening. I love you. When it comes down to it, like Dak versus golf, obviously golf. He was the first overall pick in the same draft. He was the guy who had all the talent, all the uh, hype. He was the biggest prospect. Dak was a fourth rounder, but Dak's a gamer. Dak wants this shit, and uh, I was talking about how. Uh, uh, Andrew Luck versus Mahomes. Those are the two most fun uh, quarterbacks to watch in the league. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott versus Todd Gurley. Uh, for me, with the exception of Saquon Barkley, these are my two favorite running backs to watch. Um, and th- these are just these are two uh, um, high-powered offenses. I don't really think uh, I don't really see the defenses slowing them down. Maybe more the Cowboys could on their side. And I've, I've been riding the boys a little bit in previous weeks. They've been doing well, but the Rams were my uh, pick from the start. And I'm going to take them to win, probably not cover. It's going to be a good game. But I'm still going to stick with the Rams. And uh, the thing that's making me uh, uh, cautious about that pick is just, like, even you guys talk about playoff golf, but uh, with the exception of the Chiefs game uh, this year, big game golf hasn't been great. I mean, they lost that shootout versus the Saints, got embarrassed on on their own home field uh, against the Eagles. Um, And they uh, lost to the Bears uh, in an ugly game where they could only muster up six points. So the Rams, like we talked about it last week, this was the favorite for the whole uh, season. And uh, they're kind of starting to fly under the radar. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be on the Cowboys this week because it seems like they have a good recipe to uh, go on the road and beat the Rams. But I'm going to stick with my boys, uh, the L.A. Rams, and I really hope Goff can uh, shut you haters up. One thing uh, one thing I do want to say uh, about – I was really – I think the Cowboys' weakness and something that, the, that Seattle exposed was kind of like that vertical ball with Tyler Lockett. And I'm just – I'm, I think that the Cowboys' defense is designed very well to get pressure on Goff. And, I mean, their linebackers, if anyone can stick with Todd Gurley in the pass game, 
It's going to be uh, Jalen Smith. I'm sure Sean Lee is actually going to play in this game. I mean, he's, he's got to. And uh, Van Der Esch, like, they can keep up with him. But that vertical passing attack with Cooks, you know, and uh, Robert Woods and Justin Reynolds, I just think, man, the Cowboys, if they win, that'd be huge. Cop out. That's a cop out. There's one thing that we uh, that I completely glossed over that uh, might make me pick the boys, actually, and that's that this is the Tavon Austin revenge game. Oh, how could you forget? Yeah, back against, I don't even think he ever played in L.A. He might have played one season. Took him eighth overall. He was a huge boss. Maybe uh, I like ripping uh, terrible prop bets on average Cowboys receivers, and I think Tavon Austin might be my pick this week. If this is a shootout, like Dolan, I think you were saying, you see this being a shootout. That I don't yeah. think I do not think that favors the Cowboys, because um, I mean, I mean, Dak, man, he he did make some really good throws and had some really gamer gutsy plays that you know you're going to get with him. But God, he had some awful throws against the Seahawks yeah. as well, missing some receivers. If this is a shootout and the Rams' offense is clicking. Uh, that's bad news for the Cowboys. They got to control this game. I'm starting to like Jason Garrett a little bit. I'm just gonna Whoa. say that. I'm just gonna say that as someone who hated him Why? half a year ago. I just like the energy in Dallas right now. I'm for Christ's sake. I'm picking them. I'm picking them to go to the NFC Championship. Things are looking good right now, and I just like Garrett's energy. I just like the way things have turned around since his job was on the line, and people were giving him smoke for going to a Dodger game. So I, I, it's always going to be on the line. It's the NFL. But I'm just saying, as, as, as someone who was hate, a hater six months ago, I'm starting to like Jason Garrett a lot more. And he, he's proven something to me a little bit this year. This Cowboys team is, is more resilient than I thought they were. Let's move it on to the Chargers and Pats game, baby, if you don't mind, Lee. Let's just say we hope we watch him with Crehan, baby. I unfortunately uh, feel inclined, and I am, going to pick the New England Patriots in this game. I think the Patriots have been the forgotten story in the AFC. Well, we're talking about the Chiefs. Oh, we're talking about the Texans. Oh, we're talking about the Ravens. We're not even talking about the Patriots. They just somehow fly under the radar every year despite being an absolute dynasty. Phillip Rivers is 0-7 against this team. And as much as I would love to see him come in and take a victory in Gillette Stadium against the Patriots, they've had two weeks to prepare. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are about to just absolutely go off on this team. And I think the Patriots win about 35-21. to 21. Mm. And I don't know. I think it'll, it's just be, it's just going to be a long flight back to L.A. for these Chargers. And even though I picked them to go to the, uh, you know, the Super Bowl against the Saints, I just, I just can't pick them in Gillette uh, to beat the Patriots, as much as that makes me sad to say. But still... I will be sitting with Aiden Crehan during this game and rooting for the Chargers. Yeah, and you know what, boys? Uh, I talk, I had a little bit of a prophecy in our group text uh, uh, the other week, and that's where I said that uh, it's going to be Chargers-Pats in the uh, divisional round. By all means necessary, the Chargers are, are way more talented than the Patriots are. Uh, I think they're the deepest team in the NFL. They go four deep at receiver. They almost go four deep at running back. Um, and they got playmakers all over the defense. Uh, my boy Melvin Ingram, he showed up last week. Um, I, I think the Chargers are a really talented team, and I think they have a, the makings of a Super Bowl team. At the same time, it's still the Chargers, and it's still the Patriots. I said in my prophecy that they were going to get all the calls at home to um, barely squeak by a more talented Chargers team uh, and then go on for the deflate gay rematch uh, in the AFC title game. And I'm going to stick with that. And I'm going to take the Pats, and I'd like them to win 28-24, which is right on that minus four spread. Um, obviously, it's, it would always be great to see the Patriots lose, but like Klepp said, uh, it's another team that's flying under the radar for whatever reason. Everyone likes to take the trendy picks, all the wild card teams. 
Uh, and I, I'll fall victim to that sometimes too, but um, Patriots don't normally go one and done, and I don't see it happening this year in Foxborough. Yeah, I liked a lot of what both of you guys just said, um, and I completely agree with you, Dolan. This is uh, the best team on paper in the NFL. I mean, that's what we were doing. We were doing our offseason preview. We all like the Chargers because when you look at their depth chart, you look at their roster, you're like, wow, how is this team not the best team in the NFL? Um, and I'm, I'm with both of you guys. I'm picking the Patriots. I would love to see the Chargers, you know, come in there, win, and shake it up. Phillip Rivers being 1-8 and eight and being having that one win, be, you know, that, that sweep, you know, that'd be great. But uh, I just think the Patriots, like you were saying, Klepper, man, they got two weeks to prepare for this. And, again, they're just flying under the radar. We're forgetting about what this team is. And especially last week when the, the Chargers were thoroughly outplaying the Ravens and just letting Lamar and that offense creep back into that game. It's just stuff like that where if the Chargers are up in this game 21-7 at halftime and, and it, everything looks good for them, you're still at Gillette having to beat the Patriots. It's just – you know, fortune kind of favors the Patriots in this position, and I'm, I'm with that, so I'm taking the Patriots. In the interview after the game, Melvin Ingram said, anytime, anyone, anywhere. That's the yeah. Chargers' motto. That's their mentality this year. Anytime, anyone, anywhere. I made a prophecy last week. I made a prophecy last week that the New England Patriots wouldn't win a playoff game this year. And, and this is who they're going to – this is who is going to be holding the sword. I thought it would be the Houston Texans, and I was wrong, and I admitted that. But the Los Angeles Chargers are going to be riding into Foxborough on this magical season. And I will admit, the last eight minutes of that Ravens game last week was embarrassing. Embarrassing. The game is over. You won. That's the playoffs. It's survive in advance. Now you're going to Foxborough. I made this prophecy for a reason. It's because I thought the Patriots are they're ready to go down. It's, it's, it's like uh, Talladega Knights. It's like, it's like the Patriots are saying that to the Chargers. Everyone knows it, the talent. I know you are truly better than me. But it's, it's just a matter of the Chargers executing. And I think Phillip Rivers' veteran leadership and ability to will this team this year is going to show. And I think they're going to play the best game of the year. And I think the Chargers are going to come out on top and prove their worth and, and basically cement themselves as a Super Bowl team in the AFC because I do not think they're losing to anyone after they beat the Patriots, and I know I can get emotional at times, and I'll admit that, and, and this may be one of those times, but I'm riding with the Chargers. I think this season's different. I really do. So I'll willingly be on that island. I think the Patriots are ready to go down. I think 11, 11 wins this year was kind of telling, and there are some chinks in the armor. If anyone's going to take him down, it's going to be the boy Anthony Lynn. Dude's been having a hell of a season, coach Absolute of the year. Raybeard Anthony Lynn? I just think this year's a little bit different in, for, for, for the Bolts. I wish he was. I, see, I wish they were still in San Diego to give that. You know. Oh my God! Why? I really Grand, do. My grandfather, my uncle, living down in San Diego. Exactly. The fine Spano, people. Deep Spanos is a scumbag. We'll throw that out there, and they yeah. may, they might get their karma uh, this Steve week. Deep Spanos, friend of the show. He's a, he's a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we talk to him a lot. Guy's an asshole. Best of luck to you out on Chargers Island. I think all of us collectively are pulling for you. Just don't have quite the stones pull the trigger on that pick on the podcast but let's get to this sunday 4 40 p.m kickoff game eagles and saints john dolan let me toss it to you because you've been the biggest bdn supporter on this pod what do you think is going to happen go down the superdome i mean i love bdn and uh the, the conversation that happens uh it happens literally after every week he plays and it's when is the magic going to run out and it seems like every week is the trendy pick for it's over, it's over. Like Everyone was on the Bears. Everyone was on the Bears like minus six and a half. And they lost outright. 
And everyone's going to be on the Saints again, and I understand why. They were probably the best team uh, in the league in the regular season. But um, I just – I don't know if I, – I wouldn't put my life on the Eagles winning this game. I would take them plus eight just because this is still the defending champions. They rally around Nick Foles for whatever reason. He may be able to – we always like talking about Wentz versus Foles. We've talked about Wentz is a more talented player, but if Foles gets another win here, goes on the road, and he avenges that disgusting loss that they had to the Saints in the Superdome earlier this season, then I really don't know how you could go any other way. And he didn't play a great game versus Chicago. Uh, granted, Chicago's defense is a lot better than the Saints is, but uh, I just really hope Dome Nick Foles can get it done. And uh, they need to avenge that embarrassing loss uh, from earlier this season. And uh, Jason Peters says uh, it's a different team now. The uh, Hall of Fame left tackle who will be guarding uh, Big Dick Nick's uh, left nutsack. This is a team that I picked up to make the NFC Championship for a reason. I put down that little $10 on them to win the Super Bowl when I was hammered for a reason. Uh, this is They were the biggest underdog in all of the playoffs when they were the uh, defending champions with the same quarterback playing at the same level he was last year. People will always sleep on this team, and they could just— go into the Superdome and get blown out 48-7 again. But I'm going to trust uh, Footlong Foles to uh, change it up and uh, right the ship for the Eagles and take them to the championship game. And I'll, I'll make this one short because I don't have too much to say about this game. I thought the Bears were going to win last week. I wasn't necessarily surprised that the Eagles won. I thought it was going to be a competitive game. Um, the Eagles ended up ended out on top. I think going to the Superdome and playing the Saints is a completely different story. Uh, I'm definitely buying into the Saints as the NFC favorite this year. Uh, I think that the Saints are the best team. They've had the best season. This is their first playoff game. They're playing it at home, and I just think they're going to be – Breeze is going to be throwing the ball all over the field. I like Kamara to get 100 rushing yards and 100 receiving yards. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it'll be a close game, especially in the first half. But I think the Saints definitely could run away with it. Um, I don't know if I'd lay the eight points. I like the Saints a lot on the money line. I really think the Saints are, dare I say it, and I bring this into the playoffs, my lock of the week. Uh, locking it in, and this is not something that I necessarily am, am, am very quick to do, but as far as playoff picks go, I think the Saints at home, I don't care who's playing them uh, in the NFC right now, and I think the Eagles are the worst of the crop, so I, I think the Saints are going to outclass them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to reiterate everything that Lee just said. That's my, I'm, I'm locking it up with you, too. We'll be on Lock Island. Hopefully, Clep will join us in a couple minutes, too, because it's sunny over here on Lock Island. Uh, yeah, I expect the Saints to uh, you know, win this game and control this game the whole time. I've been fading the Eagles for two years now. Uh, I faded them last year. I, pay, I, bet on, I bet a lot of money on Atlanta. didn't work out well for me. Uh, I thought, thought Minnesota was going to beat them last year, too. But I think the Saints are a different animal. Uh, they're a better team, and I don't think that this Eagles secondary uh, can keep up with this passing attack. I'm on the uh, Saints hard. I may be out here on Grand Cayman Island, but I'm on Lock Island as well. <laughs> I mean, the Eagles, they, they did what they needed to do for me. They beat the Bears. That's all I needed them to do. The Saints, it's been that way since Smoker's Porch in July. Picked them as my Super Bowl champions. I'm riding with them until they die, but they ain't gonna. Because Drew Brees is getting his second ring, that second Lombardi. We moving on to the NFC Championship game. I, I mean, I love Nick Foles, man. He's going to have a great performance, I think. I think this is, this is a really high-scoring game. Smash the over. I don't even know what it is, but just smash it. That's easy. Um, and, and I just, I don't know. It's just the Superdome. It's Sunday evening. It's the Saints on a two-week buy and Sean Payton. I, I know the Eagles are riding high a little bit after their uh, – 
you know, they're being the Bears. But in, in fairness, you know, they're a Cody Parkey missed kick away from being out of this thing. So give me the Saints. They are my Super Bowl pick from the beginning of the year, and I just can't fade them at this time right now. And, boy, I just got to say one thing. Like, you guys throwing the term Lock Island around when it's, like, three of you and I'm the only one who's picking against, like, that's the most disrespectful thing I've ever heard. The only person who's on a goddamn island right now, besides Clap, shout out Grand Cayman, is me. I'm on Eagles Island. I'm on Big Dick Nick Island. I'm on Golden Cayman Island. Uh, don't, that- don't, don't, if you win this one, you can come come around next week. Town, you're on. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying like I'm not saying I'm confident in this pick. I'm just throwing out there that I'm the one who's on the real island. This is scaring me to death. This is a terrifying game going up against the best team in the league, the best offense in the league. Undrafted scrub named Maddox starting a quarterback or a corner who dropped that boy. Knee. That boy puts his hands on the ball though. Oh, yes. don't be talking. You're talking about, about Monte. Maybe if Ronald were playing, they'd be able to slow him down a little I'd bit more. I'd kill to have that dude on the Lions, man. They don't draft cats like him. Jeez. Oh yeah, no, he put Tease Tabor in the second round. He's still developing. He's got a lot of potential, man. Listen, to Bob Quinn. He's developing. He runs a four eight forty, but he'll be good. Uh, but like I said, uh, terrifying pick for me. I'm the one who's on a real island, uh, and I, I just I, it's blind faith in Nick Foles, and obviously that's probably going to come back to bite you in the ass. But uh, it hasn't so far in two years. So, Whew. all right. That's well, well that, that, that's a pod, boys. That's four matchups right in a row. Am I here?